Hello and welcome to All The Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. Hello. And together we are three friends who just love talking about Essex cricket. Um, nice to see you guys. Um, feels like it's been absolutely ages that we've met to talk about cricket. You both keeping well? Yeah, good. Survived the heat wave. I was absolutely melted. Um, <laughs> but it seems to have cooled down a bit now it's really muggy where i am i missed the heat wave again i got used to it you, you so you missed it or you miss it i miss miss it as in you okay right i don't miss it i like it in the sort of early to mid 20s um when i'm in england it's fine when i'm abroad no problem so spain 41 degrees yeah give it Give it to me, no problem at all. Um, anything above 28, 30 in England, I'm not up for that. It's a different kind of heat. It's too much. I don't, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, it, apparently the, <laughs> apparently the, uh, the southeast have had something of um, a deluge. Um, and obviously we'll talk about um, what happens at Chelmsford today. But um, it's been bone dry where I am today. I've completely missed it. It's been a bit hit and miss for me. It's been patchy, but it's not had like proper rain or of note. Um, but yeah, it is one of those that looks like it's had absolute deluges and um, floods all over the places in other areas. London was torrential. That that's mad. I mean, absolute madness. Yeah, Angel Station was um, was it Angel? Yeah, Angel Station was flooded. So was um, Kendish Town. Unbelievable. English. This is this is why I don't like I don't appreciate English weather because you just can't tell. Um, so I was so surprised when I was I was checking, you know, um, keeping trying to keep up to date with Essex, and then saw that we won by eighty eight runs. I was like, oh, eighty eight runs. Oh yeah, stuff with stuff with Lewis Stern. Oh, right okay fine what, what's gone on there and looked online looked at all the pictures horrendous massive pools on the pitch and everything anyway that's my little moan about weather done um so yeah we've uh, obviously um been pretty quiet on uh the social media um for a little while um and obviously we've been on holiday as well but um uh, i'll let owen um just talk about the social media and the reason for that. Yeah, well, um, my phone got stolen when we all three of us out in Ibiza. Uh, and unfortunately, all the accounts have two stage verifications on them. So to log into any accounts, you need to get my phone, uh, text to my phone number. And of course, I had no phone with me. Um, and it's taken 02 until today to um, send me a new handset. So that's why we're back online now. Hopefully, everything back to normal. But that's why I've been quiet. Obviously, we're busy or didn't care or given up. It's because literally I couldn't log into any of our accounts, including the software we use to record this very show. Yeah, so we weren't ignoring anybody or, or holding off. Um, but there you go. We are back now. We're back in action and uh, and we're ready to talk about some cricket. So that's really good. Um, so let's start off with uh, let's just just because we've actually <laughs> we've we've actually had quite a lot of matches in that in that time. 
um, but only a couple in the uh, county championship. Um, so uh, lost to Surrey um, by six wickets and, and then drew Somerset on the 28th of July. So, in, I mean, we talked on the last pod about trying to finish strongly so that when we had that break for the Royal London Cup, um, that uh, we'd come back in, in September, you know, full of beans. That's not quite what happened. Were you as disappointed as I was with that ending? I think that losing to Surrey basically put a nail in the coffin on the the championship this year. I think we could quite safely write that off. We've been in the mix, but I wouldn't say a, a front runner. And that's kind of caught up with us now. Yeah. Well, given the fact that there are only four games of the championship left for us, uh, yeah, I think our, our prospects are looking pretty poor for that. So, hey-ho. Hopefully we'll just uh, be able to look forward to some good cricket at that point. Um, but let's... Let's turn our focus then to the Royal London Cup, um, which uh, which has been um, quite interesting. Um, so, and, and first off, obviously, I, I know that um, yeah, Owen, you haven't seen any, have you? In terms not of, live, I've been away. Obviously, I've been away as well. What right, you choose? Did you, did you have you managed to get to any of the games? I've not got to anything. I've watched a couple of um, streams on YouTube, mm. which thinking about it may or may not have been legal um but, <laughs> uh yeah I've, I've watched a little bit here and there before we do one day cup it feels a bit mean to skip over rossington's 100 against surrey and brown's 234 against somerset in those last two county games as they have i'm going to say rightly come under a bit of criticism from us um, over the course of the season. But they were, you know, quite standout scores for both of those. This is very true. And it, that was remiss of me to not highlight those. I think it's because I've just kind of written that off. But no, you're absolutely right. Um, we have been not harsh. That's not the right word. But yeah, We've 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 been reasonably critical of both Rossington and Brown, but mainly Rossington, to be fair. Um, getting a ton is pretty impressive, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I think it's it's great for him to show to prove what he can do, isn't it? I mean, he came here as a keeper batsman. People have been quite critical of like he's not delivered. We well, got that yard half century here and there, but to get a yeah, decent score. And again, unfortunately, not, not, to, not to win the games, but it's disappointing. But then Brown as well. I think Brown, we've said in the past, though, that, that he is capable of getting a double ton. He seems to get one every year. Um, you know, he, And that's why I always find that um, he's worth keeping in the team. Because obviously, you know, when Alice Cook says he's, 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 it, it, Brown is his favourite partner to bat with, it's because, you know, Alistair knows cricket and sees, sees a very capable batsman at the other end and, and knows that he's, 
he can deliver double hundreds. So, um, yeah, it's great, great for Nick to, to produce another one. It must have been frustrating for him, though, um, to put on that score and still not win. But there you go. But there are very few and games where you, unless you're dominating, very few games where if someone gets double century, you're going to not draw the game. So for the time it takes for those sort of scores to be accumulated. That's a fair point. Well, well done to Rossington. Well done to Nick Brown. Um, and sorry for skipping them over. Um, but we do have, I mean, it's been an interesting um, Royal London Cup in, in the last few weeks because obviously we've got so many of our key, our key players um, not playing for us at the moment due to injury and various other reasons. Um, but given, having said that, um, there have been some really good outcomes. Um, obviously, we smashed Kent, smashed Lim well, I say smashed Glamorgan, yeah. Um, lost to Northamptonshire um, and Derbyshire. And then, of course, beat Yorkshire today. So there's, there's been some really good games. What are, what, what are your overall, both of you, what are your overall impressions of the the campaign thus far and, and what are our predictions? Either of you. Um, it's nice to see like people like Jamal Richards, you know, who we some we pipped. If you go back to the very first episode of the season, the preseason one, we we picked him as someone to watch for the for the uh, the year ahead, and it's great to see him come into the one day cup team and and score runs, take wickets. So yeah, that, that, that's really pleasing for me. It's not, I thought we'd do better than we did, but then last minute, you know, we started getting. We had more players than I expected calling to the hundreds. That, that makes, I didn't think we would get this many, many players as the hundreds as were called up. So, um, mm. yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag result, isn't it? Really, it seems to lack lacks consistency. Yeah, but I, I think it's that's quite reasonable and to be expected given such a jump because we'd, we'd had a really consistent side for quite a long time and now of course it's a it's a very, it's a very different squad to what it was sort of three four weeks ago what do you think geez uh i actually think we probably deserved a bit more than we've got like we're third in the table as it stands the North Hans game was very close and we were unlucky to lose. Like you look at all the scores we're posting, we're posting it's all three three thirty, three forty mm. plus, which is very good for one day like cricket in the in county level. Like we're not the England team, we're not going to be posting four hundred trying to break five hundred. Posting anything over three twenty is a good score. Um and you can see that in our runway in the table, we've got the best by far. Um, there's some people who I think will be disappointed in their campaign, um, like Josh Rimmel, who obviously had a sterling one day cup campaign last year and yep. hasn't found the knocks this year. 
arguably that's because he didn't play enough of the 2020 to warm up or whatever have you. But I think he's certainly one that will look back at the moment and say, oh, I could have done a bit more. Kushi's had a fantastic um, season in the one. Century against the Wolves, wasn't it? Yeah. Against Northamptonshire as well. So he's found some really good form alongside Wesley, who's who's been due a knock. I think we should be making the next round quite comfortably. Um, I really don't think there'll be anyone that will challenge us. Whether we could go deep into the competition, I'm not too sure. It's the same sort of mindset as the 2020s. Get out the table, get out the group stage and get out the table into the knockout games and see where it goes from there. You're spot on about the, the 100 calling more players up. The first couple of squads, I thought, wow, these are very inexperienced players. But they all seem to be rising to the challenge for the most part. When I was on um, BBC Essex earlier on with uh, Victoria. Um, yeah. To be fair, it wasn't just me, me that was invited. You couldn't get there because you were working, Jews, and you, you got stuck on... What was in it? the downpour. The you train, got stuck in the, the downpour. Train had the stock. They got flooded. Line got flooded. Yeah. So I, I had to, I had to represent. Um, but um, but she was talking um, about uh, the two new South Africans, um, Benkenstein um, and uh, Rolofson. Um and I, I didn't know Ben Benkenstein was only seventeen years old. And he took, what was it, six wickets against six the Morgan? against the Morgan, an outstanding display. Yeah, an economy of 4.2. And his was the, what, second lowest economy? Like, I think someone, someone else had four, economy of four, but um, yeah. Given, given, given his age. Well, I think, also, I think it's a lot of people have been criticising Essex haven't they, for pulling people up from the um, Essex Premier League. So, like, how are um, I can't remember his name's first name, Tools first name, Raymond, Raymond Tool, uh, mm -hmm. you know, playing for Bellis, um, which is Thurrock, if you don't know, yeah, yeah South Essex. Um, so, you know, he's playing playing for Essex Premier League. And then sort of it's a, it is a strange place for an overseas player to come from. But I think it, it, it's really good that you think of how many players we recruited from the Essex Premier League that are now absolutely smashing it. Like, so um, Aaron Beard, he came to the Premier League. Cook came to the Premier League. Um, Sam Cook, that is. Um, Porter, um, Lawrence and Wheater for Brentwood. If all these players come from Essex Premier League rather than like traditional academy systems. So I think, I just think that the scouting of Essex and the, and the local clubs have really produced some quality players. And it's nice to see a county uh, trust the local clubs to produce players and produce a, quite a, a competitive league that they can recruit from. So yes, yeah, it's been interesting to see who, who recruited um, in terms of the, they are inexperienced in terms of professional cricket, some of them, but um, or English professional cricket, because Tools obviously played in his native country. But um, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, the, the, the one 
the one positive of, of the cup with the whole hundred thing going on is you get to see players you wouldn't normally see, get to see them shine, which is nice. Yeah. And that's something we, we, we were talking about earlier, but um, who would, is there anyone that we, we think has really sort of stood out that deserves to perhaps make their way into the county championship squad on the back of um, it's hard isn't it because you, you're, not, you're not facing the same quality of bowling um, no I guess not but I think Cushy's achievement yeah. Cushy's, Cushy's performance is that he's he's someone that I think should be seeing more regular well I was going to say that but then he's played in the county championship games and we've commented on it before and he wasn't there this season um, whether that's an off season or just a lack of experience. I think he's very much one of these players that's on the cusp of being able to play all formats. But at the moment, as Owen says, like the quality in this one like um one day, I was gonna say the hundred side there, <laughs> um isn't isn't the same as it used to be because people are getting pulled left, right and centre to go and play in all these different competitions. He's excelling. And I'm not saying he's faced some absolute nobodies. He's obviously faced some very good players over the course of these games. But it is a noticeable step up to the championship. And he came up a little bit short. Um, he would be the pick of who could do it. Yeah. The shame of Rimmel, I thought, you know, he, after last year, I said last season, I thought he would be storming, especially. Um, not to knock people's achievements, but with the dry weather and the fact that it's quite, I think it's the driest summer on record, um, the ground's rock solid. There's no grass because it can't grow in the heat and, the, and the, no water. And so the ball's flying around the place. So, you know, you think that if you're a, if you're a batter, this is the, this, these are the conditions to try and get big scores in because you just have to touch it, it flies past uh, to the boundary. So, yeah, it's a shame that some people haven't, yes, a couple people haven't shone and taken that bad advantage. I think things like that go, go back to the inexperience of the side and also he set such high highs for himself last mm -hmm. season. It was almost impossible for him to follow up with. The fact that he's only high scored 20, I think, is the thing, or 18. Like, if he'd have got a 50, a and then still had these ones, twos, tens. I don't think you'd be as disappointed in the campaign. But to not get in and display that knock, I think that's the the frustration. But give it two years, three years, not be ultra reactionary to the second campaign that he's ever been in. I think he's going to be an absolute star. I really do. Yeah, do you think uh, it's nice to get the, the West has kept faith in him? You know, he's still opening the batting. It seems like he's a he's, he's on the, he's on the team sheet, and he's not. There's always a worry when you're performing badly. Is you then you have to start worrying about not only can I to, can I will I get runs, but will I be in a team? And, and that sort of plays in your mind, isn't it? Like that's what people knock about England from the 1990s is that players are playing with huge pressure because they're swapping and changing the team the whole time. It's nice to see West has not been doing that too much. Um, I noticed a few injuries and stuff to contend with. But do you think you, when you, if we get to knockout stage, you still have that trust in it? I think so. To be honest, I don't know who, who you'd bring in. Um, 
at the top order. I think there's been a, a couple of questionable um, team selections. Now, some have paid off. Um, the lineup against Glamorgan had Beard, Ballin at six, and basically us playing seven bowlers. Which, you know, we've lost a few batters, you know, Pepper, Rossington, they're in the, the hundred. They're performing. That's kind of a, a force change. Um, but it is a bit weird. I definitely think I'd almost say the top three might even be locked in for the next couple of seasons in the short format of Rimmel, Cushy, Wesley as the opening, even with the other players back. Um, here's one for you. Do you think we'll go towards a sort of, you have a white ball contract and you have a red ball contract? Um, so, you know, very similar to the England setup. You play for us, you will have specialist contracts and a few people like Harmer, Wesley, will have a, a central contract in which they represent all three formats did we talk about Sabitha I'd imagine that I remember I definitely had this in, we did have internal. a conversation to this oh, effect um I think I'll be thinking about that quite a lot and I think that um it's the only way to maintain certain amounts of talent in our squad because the championship team is pretty strong it's only about 13 players in it 13 14 and I reckon that to keep the quality in the squad that you really needed for the one day cup, like like people like Cushy, I do think they might be offering at least contracts where you go and play for like Division Two in the Canada Championship, for like I don't know, um, Leicestershire, for the Red Bull, and then White Bull, you come back to Essex, your parent club almost, and um, and playing the t- the Blast and the Royal London Cup for us, rather than. People getting fed up playing it. Not that Billericay is in a horrible ground, but playing Billericay in the seconds week in, week out. Yeah, we, we've spoken about loans and how we're sort of dabbling in that market more. I wonder, I don't know the ins and outs of the contracts and the regulations as to can you be registered for more than one club at a time? But with the way the fixtures normally run is sort of seasonal, isn't it? You have a block of county championship, then you have a block of T20, another block of county championship, one day cup. So you, there shouldn't really be too much overlap or sort of being on loan at, say, uh, who's the Division Two side other than Leicestershire? My mind's going uh, blank. North Hans. North Hans, yeah. So, you know, being on home at North Hans for the county championship but needing to represent Essex in the T20 at the same time. I think it's a model people go towards. I mean, it's a model people that the purists won't like because it does allow the richer clubs to expand their squads knowing that you can... Like you mentioned Chelsea, the podcast, how they've they've got a huge squad and they send dozens out on loan. I almost think like that's the only way for county championship clubs to survive. Um, we spoke about money a few times and there is no greater revenue than your talent. No one wants to lose talent, but at the end of the day, you've got to keep the lights on. You've got to get the wages paid and everything else. And whilst we're certainly not a poor club, we don't have like the England venue 
contract money that other clubs do. We don't have T20 finals day and all the revenue that that brings. True. And also the wages of the books, wouldn't it, for half the half, ten months of the year? If you could choose out on loan, for instance, the Leicestershire for, you know, three months, then that's a little less of the wage bill for Essex, isn't it? Which you could splash into a higher quality overseas player. That's an idea. Yeah. I can understand the merits of it. I just, uh, I'm a little bit of the mind that I don't, I don't like um, divided your, loyalties. Your team's your team. Your team's your team. Yeah. And so and that, modern, that, that, modern cricketers and the, uh, the winter plays for two, three clubs. Yeah, that's winter. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 because that, that you can, you can kind of carve up the year, can't you, into this is Essex and this is something else. Whereas if it's during, you know, the main, the main season, for me, that, that doesn't feel right. You, you've got your shirt, that's your shirt, you know. Well, you know, this isn't the first time we've talked about it. A few years ago, we were talking about Ravi going off to the, uh, it was like the a European, European thing. Yeah, and then it never really took off, did it? So he, he stayed. But it was a potential, wasn't it, of leaving the club mid-season to go play for another club and then come back. With all the competitions that spring up, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that does happen a bit more regularly. Well, I think Peppers is now probably someone who's lining up franchise contracts. And those do overlap with the English season, uh, the top and tailing it. Yes, the IPL definitely overlaps. A lot of people are late back to the start of the season because they're finishing up uh, the playoff rounds there. Yeah, I think he's someone that, yeah, we 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 might lose if 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 Essex are going like you play for Essex and only Essex, and we remain you'll be your priority club. And you've got franchise cricket where you can go off for a month and earn your you know your year's salary in a couple of weeks. You can't blame these crappy players for you. One injury, and that's a career over, isn't it? So get what you can, why you can. Yeah, I get, I get it, I get it. In principle, I just doesn't even like it. Yeah, no, it is a nice thing that you know. You, yeah, you, I, I do like that you put your shirt on, and that's that's it. Um, and that's your club, and you play for the badge, and you, you should try hard in training to get to that first team, and not be eyeing up loan move. So. Yeah. And that and that's that's definitely my perspective. I hate it. The the bad side that the football thing in, in England is or split of the world is agents. Luckily, agents aren't that big a deal in cricket. But if people start moving around clubs a lot, that could 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 end up in that route, can we? Where the game's ruined by third party influences. Well, fingers crossed, it doesn't go that way. So, well, that was a interesting little foray into uh, the nuances of uh, what the future of cricket might be. Um, neither of you answered my question about the South Africans, though. Oh, they're all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for any 17-year-old to take six wickets is a absolutely flagship achievement. Yeah, I think. I, I, sorry, I was waiting for the buck because quite often when you when you when you make a statement like that, cheese, and there's a pause, there's usually a 
but or I like however. to be empirical. I like to be balanced, but sometimes you just got to give credit where it's due. Yeah. Is someone that young coming into professional environment and delivering in in front of reasonable sized crowds is um. No, so like, even playing like the, the tiny levels that I've played at, I've played in front of a crowd before, and I am aware of people suddenly watching me. And so, yeah, to have that where you've got speakers and you know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah really, really well done for a. I, I feel the future's bright for him, isn't it? It is. That is one of the benefits of this situation we're in with the whole two competitions running in rivalry is that people like him. Get to get to show people that what they are, they're capable of. Hopefully, that yeah. springboards his career. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, you've got uh, Rolofson with the gloves as well as uh, with the bat. So he's done all right. Why would he sign keepers? <laughs> I, <just don't> <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that question. <laughs> How many you have now? I'm not wrong in saying that he's not played yet. Am I, have I missed it? Bustleman. He's not played in He's the one day cup at all. He's not no. injured, is he? Because he was another person that you know last year we were talking about him, him being a you know one for the future, you know, a good, good a good Essex player. He was when he brought over the top of him, he brought in Washington and another one. I'm not very good at pronouncing his African name, sorry. So I'm gonna embarrass myself. That's okay, which one do you want to try and say the, the B one or the R one? Luke Benkenstein and Grant Rolofson. Thank you. That's okay. It's no problem at all. Um so what um based on the fact that you know we are we've got a very different squad. Um we said about the inconsistency and um do she said we're what we're third. Yes, we're third. And we need Yorkshire to lose, basically. Well, we've still got two two games to play, so it's well yeah. within our own. Yeah, we, yeah, we've got we've got yeah Worcestershire Friday, and then Hampshire on Sunday. So just the two games to go. So Worcestershire have won one game, and. Lost. <laughs> you would back us to win that. Hamps, like they're top of the table. That's probably, without getting too far ahead, you could argue that's a final kind of level game. Us against them now, and if we do well in that, you could see us progressing. If we come up very short, then we we're playing at um, the Rose Bowl or GGS thing. It's called. Now. I mean, our run rate. Is I think the best out of everyone. Oh, it's smashing it! Yeah, we only won in got one over, over over one, which is incredible. So our prospects are looking quite good, to be fair. I see us making it through to the next round, and then depending on where we place and who we draw, that will have some impact on how far we go. Yeah. So we're bringing it for an away game, aren't we? We're going to get third last year. We're going for third? We might sneak second if Lanks um, drops some points. And then Yorkshire have got Kent, who are fifth. 
Derbyshire eighth, and then Hampshire. So Yorkshire got to be Hampshire as well. Their last game against Hampshire away. A home, sorry, home. It's going. It's going to yeah, say it's going to be home because. Mm. Okay. Well, I for one would actually like us to see <laughs> to get well, I'd like us to get through at least to the next stage because you know, in terms of competitions this year, it's not to great. an optimistic spanner into that. I'm assuming that I'm not looking at Hampshire's fixture list, but I'm assuming a Hampshire one five played five one five, but they're playing the weak teams. If they've got a, if they've got in their last three games, two of the top four, they've been smashing the weaker teams, haven't they, up to now? So I reckon that yeah, five yeah. out of five is misleading. Of how good it might are. be slightly flattering. I'd expect that. I'd expect everyone to drop a game here or there. Let's be more secure than be right. I mean, they're getting absolutely. They've won a game, haven't they? They're getting smashed. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think we can. We can. Be reasonably confident about Friday's game. I'm not so sure about Hampshire, but yeah, Worcestershire. The weather forecast, there would be cruel, wasn't it? Two abandoned games, only two points, and then uh, Yorkshire sneak ahead of us. That would be, um, yeah. The forecasts aren't looking good. I feel sorry for you to book camping holidays. Oh, <laughs> um, well, forecast doesn't look too. Oh, mind you, to be fair, I'm looking at the wrong county. <laughs> Yeah, forecast is looking. <laughs> the further north you go, the worse it gets. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Well, let's just hope that uh, luck is on our side there. All right, the next podcast will be talking about quarterfinals. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I put, I put at least a pound on that. Big, big spender. Oh, but you know me, Jeez. <laughs> Put my money where my mouth is. Um, Take that out of bookies if you gave a pound over. They go just wait, wasting time. I don't think so. I mean, I, th- I think because I, I quite like it a little. What's it called? You know, you say flutter. you're. That's it, a flutter. Thank you, Jeez. I like a little flutter every now and again. Just a really small one. Like, um, I like to put two pounds every now and again on Ipswich Town. That's all. Just two pounds. And they do, to be fair, they do, they do raise an eyebrow at me. Um, and they'll be like, what, to win? I'm like, well, obviously to win. <laughs> so you rock in with, like, designer handbags and all that stuff. And then just put, I put my two yeah. on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Ipswich Town shirt, you know, because I only, only, only ever do it on the day. And, it's, and it's, it's only, you know, if I'm walking past, usually a Ladbrokes, so I'm not generally a betting person. So I find it quite exciting to go in with all these people that are just like glued to their seats with their little pens. That's cheese though for the dogs. I do, do enjoy a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the dog. I did too fair. I did like the dogs as well. That wasn't too bad. Wolf and say dogs was really good. Um, but anyway, I digress. I'm not putting any money. I'm, I'm literally not going to be putting any money on Essex. That's not going to be happening. Um, Cricket's got to stay sacrosanct. 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 Yeah. Um, well, a few years ago, I put five quid on us to win the championship, and I got really good odds and, and quite a lot of money. But... Mm. The, like, the first time I won the championship, it was on this podcast, and Jesus said, said I made a joke about putting a bet on it. And I was at a bus stop, and it was a bus was late. There was a coral. I thought I was putting a fiver on it. 
I mean, yeah, and not so awful, but like in terms of the, like, they didn't expect us to win. Return. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, got, yeah. How much did you get? I don't remember you telling us about that. I donated it to um, the bird track, the RFPB. Oh, aren't you a good person? Thank you. I'm very impressed. Well, on that very, very happy and uh, selfless note, um, hopefully we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to what the weekend brings and uh, we'll see you um, in two weeks' time. Um, if you are not already following us on the socials, don't forget uh, at Essex Podcast on Twitter and we are also on Facebook, we're on Podbean, we're on iTunes. Spotify. Well, Spotify as well. I always forget Spotify or iTunes once too. Um, and uh, yeah, keep in touch over the socials and I look forward to seeing Owen and she's in uh, two weeks' time. So it's bye from me. Goodbye from me. And it's bye from me.